The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome in Thursday's edition Sports Cards Nonsense. First thought of the day, I forgot to mention this to you off air. I want new music. Have you, you don't ever go back and listen because you're kind of, your listening ship is lazy. I know. Is that what it I is? Just, is it listening no. ship? It's viewership. What is it when you just listen? Listening ship? First, it doesn't matter because it's not true. I'm not, I'm not a, li- a lazy listener. You don't go back am, and listen to the shows though, right? I am a performer and I, once the craft is out of me, I leave it there. I leave it where it was and I don't need to take it back in. I want new intro music. <laughs> Ronick, jump on here. What's up? Ron, Ronick, is that a thing? Ronick, this whole thing, like the eight, 1960s carnival. Can we get some new music? Like some hyper, like some exciting music. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know who to ask about that. I don't know if we're assigned music or if we can pick. Uh, I, I can ask for sure. We'll Do see. you want me to call anybody out on, on air right now? <laughs> that no, help? I don't think that's a great idea. Is that the way no, to go? No. You're saying no. Okay. Thank gotcha. you, Ronick. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Lord. Ronick, can you look into that? I, I would like some new intro music. I hate it. I can ask. Start with just. He's going to ask. It just sounds, I, I'm, I'm, it's fine. Well, you, how would you know? You don't listen to it anyways. It's fine. I, I hear that. That's the only part I hear. Big picture. I, I had my camera out, ready to record. Went to the dog park today. I oh, was on Lord. the phone with you, and I figured he's not going to believe me, and I did not get it done fast enough. First time ever, the Griff, six months old, greatest dog in the earth, second greatest, Brady's still number one, lifted his leg to pee. First time ever, pal. How is this on a podcast. There's a few How? there's a few times in life when oh you're proud my. as a as a father. This is one <laughs> of them. That's not one of them. The day your this puppy stops squatting to pee. But then of course we get home and he pees mm. and just squatting like a little girl. Oh, so my. it's not his fault. <laughs> Nobody's mad about it, but I thought if I tell Jesse this, he's just going to deny it. He's you know a what? Person. So, oh my. You forgot you know negative what? No, by I'm jumping I don't on know board. what to say. I'm jumping on board. I have a dog here today. Uh little no Little cares Prince about Caspian. <laughs> what? Um, no, that's what my wife's nickname for him is. Uh, his name is Sturgis after the motorcycle rally. Oh, I've is, seen this. I've seen this dog. He, well, you haven't seen him uh, recently. Um, love, love my father-in-law. He's, Hope he has a great personality because looks not strong in the looks department. He is adorable. However, he did get kicked in the head by a horse 
and he has an eyeball that's somewhat popping out. Uh, so that doesn't help him. But the fact that now, um, love my father-in-law, he, uh, my father-in-law feeds him like little hot dogs, I think, for dessert. That's healthy. And, uh, well, it's it's showing. Um, so he's we're taking care of him while he's out of town. And his belly legit about rubs the floor right now. Good for him, I man. feel bad for him. I feel bad for the guy. But that being said, now I feel like I can participate in these dog comments. And Wasn't that good. But as I'm doing it, I kind of hate it. I don't like it. Why are we talking I, about You dogs? know why I'm in a bad mood? So I, I made a conscious effort today. I listened to seven or eight different podcasts. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start getting more plugged in. You only get mad. You only get mad every time you listen to anything. Else. I don't mind if you don't like the show. I really don't care. I It is I care. so difficult to find entertaining podcasts. <laughs> like Simmons is on my... Not, not, well, he's also paying us. So Simmons is on my That's list. Fair. I listen to Simmons and I listen to Vernon's show. And I sometimes listen to his mismatch. Um, but I like this radio to, show. Okay. But I try to expand that, my listening ship. What is the term for that? Viewership? Le- listenship? Somebody let it die. Move and along. Move on. <laughs> the banter is so forced on most of these shows. It is like. They're not like us? Dude, I'm, I'm at the dog park and I'm literally just whipping the tennis ball as hard as I can because I'm so frustrated listening to these morons. <laughs> Some of them are on big networks too. So, like, hey, Jesse, how are you, buddy? What did you do this weekend? You talked to the guy 10 minutes ago. You already know what he did this week. Why are you asking him? And nobody else cares. I understand nobody cares about our banter. Yeah, I do but it at least I don't, you tell me. I make that a conscious effort not to speak to you ahead of the show so exactly. I can actually just talk to you now. That's true. We catch up. So That's why we angry. talk about dog crap because. Listen, folks, you want to know what it's like being Mike? This is it, baby. It's dogs and cards 24-7. Best life ever. I love (laughs) it. I'm just, I I do, I try to listen to specifically NFL stuff. That's why I asked Ronick off air. I want to see if we can get Kevin Clark on. I would like some NFL talk moving forward. I'd like to see if he'll jump on with us. Okay. But my goodness, it it is. That's why when people ask now, how did you two clowns get a show? That's how. Go listen (laughs) to other podcasts. It is. It's just, it's a... It's a tough listen. It's a tough to, to steal Drake's words. It's a tough listen. Is that Drake? Say. Drake said that about Draymond Green. You're welcome. Uh, that's all I had to talk about. We didn't do any of the prep. I prepped my note. My note today was Griffey lifts <laughs> leg. That was my note. <laughs> um, well, that being said, I think that we do have some excellent show prep, at least from my side of the table. We do have a new segment coming up. Corey just said he's going to ask Kevin if he will make an appearance here. So, OK, cool. Because people were still wondering about that. Guy gets way more listeners than we do. Of course they're wondering. What big are you saying? Big picture. All right, what is the big picture? We didn't talk. Um, so. you, have this, uh, you have this in the order. I thought we were starting with basketball, but you want to go SGC first? There is no basketball on the menu today. I told you the other day we are not talking about basketball today. I see basketball on this list, but that's fine. That's fine. Update your list then, dude. There's no basketball on there. Basketball lower, vintage higher. The BBG. That is under the SGC topic. And it's also like the 10th line down. I, I'm just saying there's still basketball being discussed. You make me think we might need to start doing some prep for this thing. I'm going to be I honest with you. Here's your basketball. Here's your basketball. You 40 so second. Much. I don't care update. Luca is unbelievable. He's going to beat the Clippers. And I'm telling you right now, his base PSA 10 prisms are going to hit 15 bucks, 1500 before okay. the end of the year. He's a Ooh. monster. Ja Morant cards are officially in my do not move box. Box I leave in the closet. I don't take it to shows. I'm not even looking to sell it. I'm just holding it all till next year. Is that because you're scared? LeBron has me terrified because if they lose, I'm going to lose thousands of dollars because it's going to be an offseason drop. 
and Anthony Davis better come back tonight or they are not beating Phoenix. I don't know if they're beating them with him, but they're certainly not beating without. I would That's like to it. go back to the SGC comment. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Job Morant comment because I am curious. I think other people are curious. His price you is s- going to drop. He's eliminated. Okay. That yeah. is why. You're yeah. not doing it because you believe drop. in him. I believe in him long term. His pricing is already so cheap. Even though people hate base, I think there's more upside long term than down. I am not even going to look. I have actually okay. removed them from my card ladder collection. I don't need the update. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need the update saying, like, hey, it's dropped 20%. It's going to happen. I don't care. I'm just holding it long term. Okay. There you go. All right. No more basketball talk. Done. Next. What? SGC talk. Yeah, here's this. Is, we're nerding out for the next. Jesse, get a timer. Going. This is yeah. we're not spending more than ten minutes on this. And got go. you actually hit a watch. Yep, I did. So we announced our sponsorship big time deal with SGC on uh, Monday. What's amazing to me is, uh, do you have this in your news thing about BGS closing? Yeah, if it is, why, I don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. What's amazing though is we didn't talk about BGS because even though it was announced Monday, they have the press coverage of like. As many people know, literally know about Griffey lifting his leg as they knew about Beckett closing down. <laughs> Amazing. They don't just, whatever. Okay, so we're not going to talk. Good timing, though. I didn't. Ha- we had no idea that was going to happen. Neither did Peter at SGC. But we announced our partnership on Monday. I'm excited we did. I subbed cards yesterday at Nash Cards. Is that video up, by the way? Yes. So YouTube. If you go to our our U- YouTube. If you go to our YouTube. Well, take this away. This is your thing. Do something. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Uh, so we posted up uh, every once in a while. Interviews that Mike or Mike and I will do uh, that oh, don't Mike. make it on the show. And we just did, or I should say Mike, I did not go. Didn't uh, know I was invited until about an hour before he left. Whatever. Plenty of time. Plenty of notes. There we go. Um, Mike went down and visited with Nash Cards, one of our other sponsors that uh, you may remember from before. Just dropping back on as our big SGC grader. Uh, right. So Mike, take it from there. What did you guys talk about? Yeah, so a couple big things in talking to Chris. So first of all, I subbed 10 cards yesterday. The video on our YouTube channel, did you say the name of it? Just Sports Cards Nonsense, right? Isn't it the same name? Yeah. On YouTube? Okay. It's like a 15-minute thing, an interview. Jesse actually did all the producing, and I I want Ronick to watch it, see how critical he can be of the video. Jesse does pretty good work, though, with video, actually. I mean, I Um, put about an hour's work into it. Don't be critical, Ronick. Thank you. For 49%, I get an hour. It's good to know. So here's here's the highlights of the conversation. Watch the video for the rest. First, you can now submit through Chris at Nash Cards, nashcards.com. For 25 bucks a card, that is the lowest rate any subgroup has around. It's 30 bucks if you do it yourself. Just use him. You then get the automatic emails and updates and all that stuff. He confirmed what we said on Monday. They're seeing turnaround time two weeks or less. Now, people were worried like, hey, what's going to happen now that BGS is closed? Be honest with you. You should be sending to, to SGC anyway. We're going to go over the comps and like pricing and different things right now, but uh, they are not near their capacity per day. Peter has told me they are going to they have ability to ramp up production anyways if they need to. Uh, there's a little bit of a breakdown on the slabs on there too to show you like some of the new slabs. The other thing, I actually texted Peter what 30 minutes ago. No plans in the immediate future to raise pricing. Yeah, that was the I biggest that thing. Was big. yeah. yeah, now the Beckett's close because I told him I'm going to lose my mind and have to do some <laughs> retraction statement on here. I can't. I'll I just wanted do another car video with a huge poof again, like last time. Oh, I'll go live on Facebook and start that's, screaming. That's another YouTube video. Check out that YouTube video. Yeah, sure. So, point being, no, no plans to raise their pricing. They're already way overperforming because they're getting 25 day orders back in nine to 10 business days. So even if production ramps way, way up. I don't think you're going to see delays. They have, To me, I said this Monday, I stand by it now, and I also stand by the statement, most grading people are crazy 
devote to one company. I am not. I use PSA when it was advantageous. I still do sometimes. Beckett, I really dislike, except for patch autos now. CSG, I have no use for. HGA, I've never gotten in the queue to try. I would use them for some PC stuff. That's about it right now. To me, I think SGC is the best. If you disagree, you are probably not going to hear my voice or anybody else's and change your mind. Grading people are just like this. Devote. 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 Devoted. Devoted. Devoted? Devoted cult following. So like the PSA fanboys are going to be the PSA fanboys. SGC fanboys are going to be that. I don't care what you are. I'm just telling you from a dollars and cents perspective, it makes the most sense. I, I, to piggyback on that just for a second, I think you're going to piggyback on me. I just, I just want to piggyback. <laughs> um, I just had a mental image of me jumping on your back. I had a mental image of me I'd getting like killed. To see it. No, no, <laughs> that's not, come on. That's Jess. a mean, that's a mean thing. How is the weight loss going? We have not an update in weeks. Can we get one? The weight loss is going good, uh, down 15 pounds, but yeah, it's going buddy. slow. It's going slow though. Who cares? It's, slow and steady wins the race, dude. Oh, well, thank the you. The motto really of the tortoise. That. Um, yeah. The, let's let's uh, let's forget about weight loss because I am on a, a little bit of a lull right now. I haven't You're lost any it. weight this week, but whatever. I'm gonna get back in there. You're no doing great. Deal. We're proud. Thanks, of guys. The show um, loves it. SGC thing. So I was gonna do this a few weeks ago before we actually uh, partnered with SGC, which I don't know. I hope people believe that. Like I hope they're not like, yeah, right. He's just saying it. Um, but my straight cash homie pick was gonna be. I didn't have a specific card. I actually had straight cash homie SGC grading um, was going to be it because I feel like they're what so pl- What kind under- of a plug is this? What no, is no, no, happening? I, stop, stop it. Don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt you when you're talking about lifting legs and dog pee. Leave me alone. I think that your value, just because it is graded by SGC now, is going to go up. Um, so that that's to say, I don't know from this point on if you got your card graded because i think the values have already started going up but if you had a sgc 10 or something that va- that card value maybe a few months ago would have been i i think like in some of the stuff that we looked at like maybe half or 50 percent like, yeah, yeah three months in previous about 50 percent of a, so here was just to give you some generics and then we'll break down some specific cards so what we found in basketball for the most part in sgc 10 compared to a PSA 10, roughly 65 to 70% of the resale value. So a $100 card with PSA was selling for about 70 bucks as an SGC 10. Now, people hear that and freak out. And that's fine. 30%, if all things were equal, there would be a no-brainer to use PSA. However, for you to get in PSA right now, you can't do it. Even if they open up July 1st, which I don't know that they will. Some of this we are just regurgitating from Monday's show. You're then going to wait 10 to 13 months. I've got orders out still from August. I don't have them back yet. How much How much is the market shift between now and then? We already talked about how SGC is at least slowly trending up, which is a good thing. And if you get your cards back in two weeks and sell it and just buy and sell and buy and sell over the course of 10 or 11 months, you can do that a ton of times and make a lot of money. And just like the fact that it's just the fact that the name is getting more recognition alone, the card itself could do nothing like Akuma right. could do nothing from now, but the fact that the grading company... It's grading was, recognition, not yeah, player Yeah, the rec- grading yeah. recognition is going up. You could make money there. That's Now, that what's interesting, basketball is only the is also the only sport we saw a huge disparity in. Now, I don't like that. Now, this is from Steve Sisler on Facebook. Good dude. Did a bunch of... So I'm going to pull up his thing. So he compared Ja Morant, but he did 10s everywhere else. But for... Um, for some reason with Prism, he did a 9.5 SGC and a 9.5 
uh, BGS comparison. Ja Morant base prism. Here's why this isn't exactly apples to apples. A 9.5 with SGC is mint plus. It is not gem mint. 10 is gem mint. 9.5 with BGS is gem mint. So what he found there, though, the difference in price, for, again, just for Ja Morant to use one card, 95 bucks compared to 145 bucks. Even that, as crazy as that disparity in pricing sounds, if that was an SGC 10, I guarantee they'd be just about even, very close. And now you talk price, 25 bucks to grade one, I don't even know what Beckett's charging right now, and they're closed down, so it doesn't matter. But even before they were closed, that was going to cost you, what, 40 or 50 bucks to grade. The grading cost up front is going to eat up that profit and the return time. Beckett is just as backed up as PSA. is ridiculous. So basketball, though, does seem to be the one that is the slowest to catch up. The movement in SGC, uh, the like closing the gap. Um, I've got a couple other ones here. Man, he did some serious, like, detailed work. This dude. The Akuna one we talked about, right? Or is this a different one? No, that's the Akuna, the 2018 update. We talked about that specifically on Monday, so we don't need to mess with that too much here. Um, basically just showing, again, SGC in that particular. And baseball, for sure, is the one that has caught up yes. the most, is catching up the most. In general, about 80% of resale value, but some of them are even. The Akuna update right now is doing about a buck seventy to a buck eighty as an SGC 10 or a PSA 10. And the interesting thing is the volume of sales on Starstock and eBay. Still way more PSA sales, of course, but SGC is selling more now than they were three months ago. Three months ago, two months ago, we were hearing people say, we can't sell it, it's hard to resell. The trend is changing. We have a lot of new people in the market. If you're new, you've never heard of SGC three months ago, probably. But we're starting to see them promote now, which is a good thing to me. Um, the other one he did, which I, I kind of like this. This is like a total outlier. SGC 10 versus PSA 10. Total nerd numbers hour. Just tune out the next eight minutes if you don't care. Six no, minutes. don't. What's the timer at? Uh, 1989 tops traded Ken Griffey Jr. Now, the trend lines are almost identical, and he used Card Ladder, uh, the comparison feature on Card Ladder for all of this stuff. Um, value, though, the SGC 10 compared to the PSA 10 is half. It was 180 to 90. Yep. Crazy disparity in price. However. No, there is no however. There, there is, is nothing. A there's a however coming up about what the what it's done for the past 12 months. Oh, what yes. S, even though there is such a disparity, 90 versus 180 for the SGC versus PSA, SGC over the last 12 months has gone up 33% in value, while the PS that same card in PSA has gone down 52%. I'm just saying. I mean, that, he, that's wrong. The 52 is in green because it's gone up if you look. No, I see it in green, but... Oh, it I is. You're right. Correct. Yeah, so even down. there, the growth between the two. Now, it's still a PSA 10 of that card is still going to outsell a PSA, uh, an SGC 10. Now, take into account grading costs. The fact that PSA is literally not even an option for this card right now. I don't know what you do. Somebody had asked, too, yesterday in the Facebook group, like, hey, what's the value you start sending to PSA right now instead of SGC? If I have a raw card that's 1500 bucks right now, and as a gem, it sells for three or four grand, I might still send it to PSA. But you got to remember, PSA at this point is a $300 charge for Express. That same card on SGC, just because I got their website open, under $3,500, you're talking $85. And if you did the Express service, which is one to three business days, which I would not do, by the way. Sorry to burst your SGC bubble here. I'm not using Express service for anything. I would just use their regular service because it's, it's just as it's fast. It's already, yeah. Yeah, there's no point. So... Again, you're just talking about eating up hundreds of dollars on the front end, and then when are you getting the card back? It doesn't make sense to me to use it right now. So the guys, too, we got some hate on social media, which is fine. I don't mind when people are skeptical. You should be. Don't take what we say at face value. You know, follow our tracker. 
you know, hey, it's funny you're talking SGC now because there's a partnership. You've noticed the last month or two, we've been slightly hinting ever since we destroyed them on their pricing increase. Since they went back down though, the past few weeks, almost a month now, to me, it makes the most logical sense. That is why we reached out to partner up. That's why we're talking them up. That's why I sent my own cards in yesterday. So I sent in and some decent stuff. So some of it was just super random. Early 90s base Jordans cost me five bucks. It'll be 25 to grade. If they come back a nine, five or a 10, they're doing over a hundred bucks. I will keep the group posted too when I do that. And then uh, I'm going to send those to five star. Uh, PC, we've been giving enough love to. Five-star cards. My buddy Matt Sellers on, on uh, Facebook. He consigns on eBay. He does raw and graded. So when those cards come back, because I did the Jordans, and then I did some 1989 because I had those sets that I hadn't opened yet. Uh, three Barry Sanders rookies. Same thing. I have no money in them. Cost me 25 bucks a card to grade. When they come back, I'm sending them right to sellers. Five-star cards. I'm going to have them consign it, and we'll document the sales. And then we can do an actual comparison. The other thing, though, me and Chris ripped some wax yesterday. So we got uh, out of select team all football. Yep. Um, we hit, that was a good rip. That was a really nice. Yeah. So we got a, a select, uh, excuse me, a silver to a concourse level or field level, whatever it is. We sent that right off. We got a Mahomes because there's three cards in each one of those boxes that is numbered to 67. We got Mahomes, Brady, and Jonathan Taylor, the running back, the rookie for Indy. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. So we, Jonathan Taylor, Thomas's cousin, by the way. Stop <laughs> it. That was my joke. Is that what you were going? Stop. Just feels, go. It feels good. Whatever. Um, so yeah, we're going to document those sales when they come back. But they were submitted. to te Technically, they got shipped off today. So June 3rd. So what? Yeah, you'll have them back a week from now. I'm maybe. curious if I have them back in hand in two weeks. That's my. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about. So Seriously, that's crazy. There you go. Uh, we also, if you check out the YouTube video we did with with Nash cards, we showed like an up, up close comparison of the new cases. Um Nope, don't check out that video for that. Check out Instagram for that Instagram, video. Instagram, I was just kidding. Yep. Uh, the, uh, here's the one knock, though, I will I do have on SGC. So you can get an SGC 10, which is gem mint. SGC 10 gold label is like kind of like their absolute highest level. Yes. I, I was going to talk about that. I hate that it doesn't. Well, you give me your thought first. Actually. So, well, I, I want to know specifically where, like how often one, I haven't seen a gold label. I, Chris I don't has only how. seen two. Okay. Or three. So Never, they, super rare. Like the black label. Super rare. So is that, that's what I was going to ask. So is that the equivalent of like BGS black label? And is there a comparison to PSA? It will not sell like a black label does. The black label is the hottest label in any grading company. It's a cool looking okay. car. Here's my knock on it. The resale on it is actually really high. There's a Brady rookie gold label. It's a cheaper brand, rookie brand, but it is a gold label 10. Mm -hmm. It's already going for like 3500 bucks. It's on bids right now. It actually ends tonight. I've got it on my eBay watch list. My only knock, like from a BGS 10 pristine to the black label, crazy noticeable difference. Like it looks totally different. Better or worse? Oh, way better. Black label is okay. the best looking label in any grading company, period, in my opinion. Okay. My only issue with SGC is the gold label, it's cool. It, it sells really well. It's super hard to get like it should be. It doesn't crazy pop off the page at me. I wish there was something even more drastically different about the label where when I see one of these things, I go nuts. That's what I wish. Do you have indies? By the way, I feel bad. I could not open the attachment that that guy sent us in Gmail. So um, we, we can oh, cover it. Yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got it pulled up. It uh, Just as a little bit of a shout out. Um, yeah, he did some good work. I just don't have it. I can't open it from my account. I don't know why. Well, I do know why I'm dumb, so. Yeah, I was going to, well, That's I was going to say yeah. that. I mean, it's it's basically a few Tatis, Takuna, Soto, and then Morant 
Williamson, uh, Luca. Give me the Williamson off. Williamson and Luca. Do you have some stats up, up um, there? Let's see. Yeah. So beer me those stats. Anyway. Okay. So PS, these are uh, PSA ten, a BGS nine five, and an SGC ten. Would you say that's accurate, or would the SGC be a nine five as well? No, that's no. more accurate. That's 10 to the 10. One. Okay. 95 right. SGC is more comparable to a PSA 9. Okay. All yep. right. So PSA 9 outsells it. I'm not saying it doesn't take it yep. like a breath. I, okay. I was upset. Um, so Zion is right now. Oh, this is a good one. I'm glad you chose this one. SGC is actually ahead um, pricing wise. So PSA is selling for. 632 on average over the last i think this goes oh, like five are, months or so these are old yeah because zion psa 10 prisms are doing like 450 right now yeah so this is like the average over the last five months all right so but i mean the average is still a good number to go by okay. i mean it's just not the most recent um but that being said average 632 the bgs is going for 358 and right in that meaty middle is sgc going for 430 so I don't love that one just because it's changed so much. Some of those sales could have come right before the injury. Well, but, to to be fair, he does have it broken out month to month, and every month it stayed in the middle. Uh, oh, really? SG, yes. SGC, so it consistently, which is interesting because yes. most of the basketball I looked at, it did not outsell nine fives yet. It was about eighty to eighty five percent. Some of them are a little lower. Uh, in this situation, it did. Okay. Yep. So let me give you a couple negatives. And I'll, I'll give me the Lucas here in just a second. But I want to give some negative ones just so because I don't want to be sitting here just being a fanboy for everything. So Indy did a bunch of cards. He did the uh, the so like I'm just going to go right down his list real quick. I'm going to leave off the Acuna. So the Soto Tops Chrome update. The most recent SGC 10 sales, 350. PSA 10s, 325. BGS 95s, 235. That is uh, uh, one of the instances where it's actually outselling. The Acuna Tops Chrome rookie, though, PSA 10s 350, SGC 10s average 225. Noticeable difference, no question. That's a 35% drop, 65% range. BGS was lower across the board. Tatis 2019 Tops Chrome, SGC 200, PSA was 265. That's an example there. You, some would look and say, yeah, it's $65 higher. For, for an extra 11 months, I want to make more than 65 bucks. I just That doesn't make sense to me. Now, the other one, if it's 350 compared to 200, okay, there's still there's definitely still outliers. I also am of the belief, which I may not be correct, this is my belief, we're going to keep seeing SGC trend up as the market becomes more educated. I think that is the thing that I care the most about, is granted, PSA may outsell, BGS in some cases may outsell. However, SGC is going up, and at this yeah. rate, it could be the next you know, second runner. I'm not, I'm the not number saying they'll ever beat out PSA, but Correct. yeah. So here's a good example though of a card that Indy pulled up. 2011 Trout Update Rookie. A PSA 10 right now, which these are way down across the board, not because it's PSA. 3,700-ish. SGC is doing like 2,500. Now, if I am holding that card or I'm not in a rush, I'm spending the $300 with PSA. I'm getting the card back within a month. No problem. I'm happy to spend 300 bucks to make up $1,200. But like, if this is a card you need back fast, and you just you need it back because you got to sell it, even that, although that's probably pushing the limit, that's a huge disparity. Twelve hundred bucks, you take out the price and the actual price and grading. You're talking a nine hundred dollar difference in less than a month's time. I would send that to PSA still. I have no issue with that. But like that card as a Beckett nine five does two grand, a little over two grand, and it costs you way more than SGC. That's a clear example of I wouldn't even waste my time with Beckett. 
Um, hey, let it's we've we've spent about twenty minutes on it. No, we're I done. Think, that's enough. I think let's move, move on. on. But 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 where's before your we timer? Do, that's what I. This is the beat. There it is. Ended it. Before we move on, though, huge shout out to all things analysis, uh, Steve Schisler and our boy Indy for all the data. Really appreciate you guys. Indy hit the one hundred and one Francis and Ganu Prism Auto. That's a good card. Actually, it was his buddy, but it was ridiculous. Last grading note. PSA, you'll see on the video with Chris, too. Way harder right now to get a PSA 10. That is universal. They also just announced they're going to be setting up at Nationals. I don't know what they're actually doing. Dude, the news segment. What's the point of having a news segment? We're done. All right, new releases. Tomorrow. (laughs) I've got one piece of news that we haven't already talked about. Cool. Tomorrow, 2021 Finest Baseball comes out. It's it's retailing right now. Wholesaling, retailing, whatever it is. You can buy it right now for like 220 to 240. I'll have boxes for sale, and Eddie's going to do PYTs and random teams closer to like the $200 range. Uh, one sleeper team in there, by the way, because Angels are awesome. Like Trout has autos, Joe Adele. Pretty good rookie class. The one team I've seen be way too cheap, the Marlins, which is interesting because the Marlins are generally garbage. Their rookie class is loaded. Jesus Sanchez, 6-2 Sanchez, uh, and Jazz Chisholm. They have they might have some Miggy stuff too, I don't remember. Um, Casey Mize has rookie stuff in it. Dahlback, Kirilov, Joey Bart. A Madrigal bomb. Overall, it's a good product. I like Finest. And there's money to be made with Finest color. Like ar- like an orange trout. You pull any anything trout except for base, you send everything in. Like, I actually like Finest. You get two autos a box. Like I said, I'll have some for sale tomorrow for like 200 bucks. Um, I like Finest. It's a tops. It's a nice logoed product. Autos are a bonus, but you can actually cover your bases just by hitting some decent rookies uh, in refractors, which I like. So, What would you say the top three most expensive teams are in uh in baseball for a break. Okay, so it, you have to break this down. For prospecting, it's totally different. Like okay. so for Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Bowman Draft, those are like their own separate category completely. Okay. For just like general products like this that have rookies and vets, I mean the Angels are always expensive. Yeah. Because if, to- if it's tops, if it's Panini, he doesn't he's a, he's tops exclusive. But Trout, yeah, Angels are gonna be always be very expensive in a PYT. Uh, the Yankees always have a crazy big checklist. A lot of times you've got Mariano or Jeter, the Judge, A-Rod. Oh, you get a lot of big stuff. names. Okay. Um, there's not that one crazy expensive rookie this year. I mean, Cabrian Hayes, I would argue, is probably the best rookie for the Pirates, but the Pirates team aside from him is weak. So they're kind of a mid-level team. Uh, the White Sox are usually expensive. Eloy, Robert, Frank Thomas sign a lot. Uh, those three. Then the Mariners, you said three. The Mariners are always up there. If Griffey and Ichiro both signed, your Mariners are going to be expensive as well. Wait, who did you say right after uh, Angels? Angels, Yankees. I would say Yankees on average. Angels, but not Braves. Nobody. Yeah, Braves are expensive too, though. It really depends. Gonna... Okay. I mean, all things considered, like if you're saying, hey, each each team has like their top end. Everybody, your Braves are probably right. Angels, Yankees to me are always one and two. After that, I would say it's kind of a toss up, depending on checklist. White Sox, Mariners, Braves. Those three are always going to be very expensive and in the mix because they have big vets. So none of them have big rookies, but monstrous vets. I, we get a lot of questions about guys wanting to get into breaks, guys who sure. haven't gotten in breaks in a long time. They want to know. Stuff Biggest like that. thing I can okay. tell you, you got to just check the checklist. Who has actually signed in the product? If you're getting into a pick your team break, a PYT. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check out Eddie Geo breaks tomorrow. I actually may break some. I have some cases of finest coming. If I'm not lazy, maybe I'll do that. So. All right. Uh, straight cash, homie. You have somewhere to be. Is Dell like, pre- what's up with you? You, you seem like in a rush today. No, Am I, I just, misinterpreted. Here's the thing. I, I like to have a little bit of structure. We did big picture. We did new releases. Straight cash, homie time. 
I want, we're buying something on Starstock. Right now? On the show. Some we're people doing suggested it. this. We're buying something there, and then we're going to well, track it. Phil let's Mickelson just be, style. Let's let's just be honest. Guys, whenever you sign up to Starstock, you get $10 free right there. Guess what? So code. do we. That's, that's what we're the getting paid. Nonsense. Give them the code. Nonsense. All lowercase, nonsense. You get 10 bucks. By the way, I don't really recommend ha- buying things on there if you want them shipped to you. They're about a month behind. The delays in actual getting the card are brutal. I would use this for the instantaneous trading ability. Just have it shipped. I mean, have it sold, bought and sold, portfolio to portfolio, nothing actually ships. I want to buy a tool. Are we going vintage? Oh, man, I wanted to go soccer or something. Everyone keeps wanting us to get soccer. They want to know if we ever got any soccer. We never did. You didn't. I know I didn't. Buy one soccer card. Oh, I'm going I'm going Mbappe. How much are you spent? Don't spend it all. How much do we have? No, anymore? we got uh, to spend. We have like 500 bucks. All right. Make your purchase. I want I think I'm going to go with one of my. Actually, you know what I want to do? I want to buy a straight cash homie. Do it. Let's you know what? Let's do that first then. And well, whatever's left over, I'll spend on a card. All right. Here. here uh, I went all football, all quarterbacks. First of all, I still Ooh. think two is a great buy. My brother messaged me last night. He bought some two. Uh, I've still been buying up Mosaic PSA 10. I think they're cheap. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Anytime you say that your brother got a card, I almost feel like I need to immediately buy that because every time I hear about you making like some serious cash, it's like, oh, yeah, Russ got involved. And now all of a sudden we're both millionaires. So whatever. I'm just saying, if you say your brother, that's a real. Hey, go buy a Kobe Bryant row 095 for 26 grand like I did. It's worth 10. So take it back. Did no, he buy that too? He, he didn't buy it too. See, that's why you That know. is true that's though. He was know. involved with the Fanatics Prism deal last year. There you go. That made us a couple hundred thousand, but we literally left. How much did you leave on the table? At this point, it's probably <laughs> close to. And when I say left on the table, in addition to all the money we made. Yep. Probably 650,000. That's not much. That's chump chain. God. To me, it's chump chain. Not even. Yeah, yeah. obviously. No, it's, love that your was money. a. Um, love your money. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what are we doing? All right. All right. I want, you to find, I want you to find one of these two on Starstock. All right. Uh, I don't know if you need the year or not. They're both 2016 Optic PSA 10. Dak Prescott's are doing 275 right now. They had a peak of 385, but. Football is really hot now in anticipation for the season. I think if you can get that card under $300, it's a great buy. Dak Prescott, 2016, Optic PSA 10. The other guy is a guy I think most of us gave up on, including myself. In Indy, Carson Wentz. I like that Indy team. Indy won 10 or 11 games last year. I think they made the playoffs. Um, I like Taylor. I like Pittman. I think they have a good offense. I think it might maybe a change of scenery, a year and a half removed from the injury. So Wentz, same exact card, 2016 Optic PSA 10. Those things had topped out over 300 bucks. They're doing a buck 30 to a buck 50 right now. I think that's a good buy. Uh, Optic, that's the Don Russ Optic and PSA 10. You got a Carson Wentz? I don't have a PSA. Yeah, I'm looking at Carson Wentz. Okay. I don't have a PSA 10 on here. What about Um, Dak? But Dak, we do have, the only thing is, uh, it's so this is what's kind of cool. You can also put in offers, right? Um, it's all best offer. What's so the asking price? The asking price is three forty. Uh, the most oh. recent sale is two seventy five. That's what I just and said. And there's an the offer is one hundred twenty five dollars. So is there only I mean, one? For, but no one's all? accepted that offer. So is it only show you? Is that the lowest for sale? Three forty. Yes. Offer him well, two. Se- there's only one for sale as well. Offer so. him two seventy five. Two seventy five. Yeah, All right. I want that card. 
Here's the other straight cash, homie. I'm working on a deal to get it right now. I will let you know if it goes through. Okay. Um, this is a high-risk, high-reward type card. Sam Darnold's another guy. They're starting to get some pump and buzz around him being in Carolina. CMC, they've got some decent rookie weapons, young guys out there. His NT patch auto, so he's 2018. Yeah, 2018. I forgot for a second. National Treasures rookie patch auto, Sam Darnold as a 9510 is I mean, the average sales are all about $4,500 with decent patches. This guy, Lucas, on Facebook offered it to me for four grand. I'm going to try to talk him down because I'm a cheapskate. Sure. But I don't think that's a bad buy. Has to have a nice two-color patch. But under 4000 bucks, I only say that because look at what Josh Allen, Baker, when these guys got hot, I'm not going to compare him to Mahomes or Lamar at the height of his stuff because that's a different world. But Josh Allen, uh, Baker, even Kyler stuff when it got really hot was way, way more than that. I think we might see enough buzz around Darnold with that card moves. So I'm actually going to try to close that deal today. Um, All right. I don't know if we're going to have enough. I mean, we could we could put in an or, or a buy for a PSA 10 2018 Panini Prism Base Sam Darnold. Um, what are those would, doing now? That is like 200? 100 uh is what it's going for right now. What's the last sale? Uh, 145. Buy it for 145. We're doing it. Yeah, mark it down somewhere too. You got to keep track of this. We're spending 100. I mean, we're not getting it shipped. The apps will keep track. Of oh, it that's for right. Us, yeah, so. yeah. So on Starstock, we're just having. We're not having it shipped to us. We're just having it in our portfolio. So when it spikes, we're ready to sell immediately. Ronix unmuted. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Guys, I'm sorry to do this to you. We have a guest. Is it Simmons again? Oh, Mike. If it's Simmons, if he insults me. Oh, it's oh, it's not Simmons. Oh, good. Yes, Wait is. a second. A little late today. It's such a smug smile, by the way. Oh. Hello, William. How are you, sir? Oh, fellas. Hi, Mr. Simmons. I was trying to think what advice I could give on the show that topped the best advice anyone's given on the show all year. And I just decided, you know what? It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. <laughs> this is a regular thing now. <laughs> Until they get kicked out. After hitting a grand slam with my Trey Young prediction yep. that Mike scoffed at, yep. that Jesse didn't even barely listen to because he was busy wondering why his Doge coin stuff was falling down. Bill, you got to be oh. nice this time. You went How awfully hard at thing? Jesse last time. It's okay. I like it. Keep okay. going. He doesn't like it. 
I love it. And I don't know. I just, you, I, what do your fans think? What do your fans think when a guest can come on <laughs> and have better yeah. advice and a better take than anything on this show? I don't know. I'm worried about this. It's funny you mention that because I'm not sure what, what good the advice did anybody. Trey Young prices have literally gone down since that series started. That's just me, though. I'm not keeping track of numbers. If I was, I would say if I followed your advice, I lost money. Similar to Jesse's Ponzi scheme. We're piling on, Jesse. Oh, here Bill. we go. Wait, trade cards have gone down? Trade cards have not moved at all. Basketball is in a weird funk right now. So Ja took off for a brief moment. Obviously, that's gone. Tatum took off a little bit, 20, 20 to 25% jump. Not, and none of that has changed since before. The one that's going to go nuts next, the, and we'll actually see movement, is Booker. If they close out LA tonight, Booker's going to go crazy. And Luka, if they close out the Clippers, interesting. But Donovan Mitchell hasn't moved either. Can I double down on my Trey Young take? Oh, boy. Is Embiid so, done, by the way? Just ignore it. I don't even need my mic because my recorder just died. So Ronic's going to have to use my Zoom. Audio, sorry, Ronick. This is um, a hack, hack show. A terrible, <laughs> terrible job. This was impromptu. I'm doubling down on my trade take. I actually think I actually think they could beat Philly because the Embiid thing. They're saying he's day to day, but he has a torn meniscus. And I've been following sports my whole life, and torn meniscus is a three week injury. I don't think we see him in round two. We don't see him in round two. They have no rim protector other than Dwight Howard. Simmons now, can't shoot. The catch would be if Dwight Howard decapitates Trey in game one or two, which I think is reasonable and possible. It wouldn't be the worst thing that happened to him with his head of hair, but I hope for his own injury's <laughs> sake it doesn't happen. Ben Simmons, by the way, is not leading that team to a second-round win without Embiid. Uh, your son or the guy on the team, either Ben Simmons, yeah. neither <laughs> are capable of that. His rookie cards are not climbing. Um, no. Yeah, I would say for round two, I still think Trey is the best bet. Um I agree with you on the Booker thing, especially uh, who. So who would they play in round two? They'd play the winner of Portland, Denver. Correct. Um, Joker. I still feel. I still feel like Joker is still underrated. He hasn't won the MVP yet. He's been incredible in the playoffs, and that one could go. And then that is Aiden moved at all? No, Aiden spiked so high early in the season. Now just like a third guy. I don't know what he does to move though. If you beat the Lakers, I need the Lakers to win. By the way. I have a lot of money tied up in LeBron. I could, I can't, I'm never doing that again either. I can't have money tied up in players that I absolutely hate anymore. He is so brutal to watch. It no, is unbelievable. I actually predicted this on, on Logan and Raja's pod. I thought LeBron would dip his toe into the game five water, see if his teammates were going to show up. And if they didn't show up, he was just going to basically save it for six and seven. So we're taping this Thursday morning. I, he, you know, he's getting every call tonight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be 80 to two free throw shooting. So that'll lead us to game seven. Davis will be probably healthy enough to at least be somewhat impactful. And then LeBron has the narrative of the coming down from three to come back. Are you announcing oh, you're coming? You're getting not. hired as the head coach of the Celtics. Is that what this is? <laughs> no, I wish. Okay. I just I Actually, wasn't sure. Is that, that is that a dream? I would, I would have taken the GM job. Being a head coach seems like a, a pretty miserable job. Did you buy the Wilt Chamberlain last night? I did, and I mailed it to you because I think the vintage prices have really dropped. So I got a text from Bill yesterday. It was a 1961 Flair Wilt PSA 8 new holder. Super nice card. 67000 bucks. See, Bill Russell is like three hundred grand the same grade. That seems cheap for Wilt. I don't know the last one that sold, though. I haven't checked it. Jesse. I asked my friend that. Mike Mendelson, and he said the last one was 51K. When? The recently, like in the last couple of weeks, and then interesting. Elgin dropped a little bit, 
Um, hmm. Oscar, Oscar, I think had a resurgence just from all the West, Russell Westbrook stuff. But Oscar's um, strong. We tried to buy it in Wisconsin for like four grand for a PSA six. Nobody was budging. The Dr. J PSA eight rookies have free fall. They're like around like four thousand, five thousand now. And I, I don't really understand what's going on with the vintage. The, it just seems like. It, part of my theories is that it, more and more people got stuff graded over the last eight months and there's just more premium cards out there. Like there's so many 86 flitter cards available at all times. I don't understand how that's a good buy. If I can just get an MJ PSA, PSA nine, whenever I want, why is that? A, why is there a scarcity? Well, that's the thing. Everybody went out as soon as they saw prices jacked up and they said, Hey, I got one of those. And they went and got it graded as fast as they could. And now you're flooded in the market. Values down. One of the yeah. few times I sold vintage at the right time. That Jordan PSA 9 would have sunk me had I not sold it. Do you think they overproduced the 86 Flare? And that we didn't totally realize it? That there's just more out there than we thought? It does seem common. I, I, I have no idea on the actual numbers, though. But it is interesting that they are everywhere. Like, people talk about Luca Prism being on every table. Look, look at, like, Bird, Magic, and Jordan 86. Not as many, but they're everywhere, too. So... I don't know. And I don't care about that. Stuff. I never have. Like, I, was, I, I wasn't watching basketball then. Like, I just thought I was born that year. I don't care about it. So to me, vintage basketball, like I wanted Bird. I wanted Russell. But a lot of the other stuff. I want Oscar. I think Oscar would be a nice buy. And I want a Wilt and Bill Russell autograph. But I don't care about the rookie cards. Of Wilt, at least. Where do you stand on the tops rulers from 1969? I've literally never heard of them. So... I have you, no stance. You don't know what those? They made the 22 ruler cards the same year they made. They brought back the top set. And they're these long, giant ruler cards that are like impossible to find unless they're like, they're usually like PSA 5, PSA 6. I, I'm just, I just want to confirm because when you're putting your hands out, it's making, I literally thought for a second, it's like a ruler like a foot long, but it's not like that big. No, it's, it's a, it's a long, it's like the longest thing they've made. And it's a paper, like, it's like a ruler. It looks, Really? You've never What's seen it? Is this a new office? What's the deal with the setting? You're on vacation? <laughs> What's going no. on? No, You're very tan. Different, different room? Yeah. Sometimes I like to move around and keep my keep my brain going. You've been getting some really good sun. Mike seems upset that I crashed the pod. Is it, <laughs> should I have not crashed the pod? I was okay with it today. I was, I, I'll be honest. When I first saw it, I thought, if this guy comes in here again and goes after Jesse, we're going to have words. We're going to be... Lot of lot of fans were not happy. Little strong on the big fellow last time, William. No, I said that's I said what, that's what people said. I was too strong. Mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't strong enough. <laughs> oh boy. You know what? It's always good to double down. I think I can take it this time. Let's do it. <laughs> I got a so last time was rough too. Not only did I get a call from Jesse, I got a text from his wife. They were not happy. Was, well, my wife did clarify. She said you couldn't <laughs> see Bill laughing in on the, the thing. You once she saw the clip of you laughing, she's like, Oh, he's having fun. It's okay now. So what do people think I'm just this evil overlord <laughs> that comes in to be brutally mean to you guys. Here's the thing. It's I'm been a, said. When you insult a simpleton as me, people are like, oh no, that guy. You can't that, make he fun must of be mean. He's the yeah. little fella. He doesn't deserve to be there. Joe Montana's given up his jersey for him. You can't come in and make fun of that guy. He's a fan favorite, Bill. Was your wife okay with the storing becoming a public thing now? Or like where where did that go? She has. She is okay. We have had more serious talks since then about having a sleep study. Uh, this is getting deep. Make, he is doing the sleep study. I am going to do a sleep study. He's taking that forty nine percent profit. He's getting tested. That that's all. I I feel like 
if anything, Bill, you've helped our relationship. So I thank you for that. What about, don't they have that <laughs> tape you can put on your nose? Oh, not uh, we tape. did. We tried right it. Now. We tried it as soon as I got back. It not enough not tape work. in the world. <laughs> no, you can put a pillow over his face and jump on him. He's not going to sign feel like, big fella. I feel like a lot of people want to do that when they hear me sleeping. That's so, fair. Yeah. Yep. Does she does she do the thing where she hits your arm to try to wake you up, or she's just completely giving up at this point? <laughs> I love. Hey, babe, you're getting a lot of comments from Bill. Answer you're the question. Love this part. Yes, absolutely, she does. And in fact, one of the things she likes to do the most is start to pinch me and see how hard she can pinch me before I wake up. And a lot of times, that answer is as hard as she wants. So, I'm a apparently I'm a deep sleeper. All right, we have a serious question, Bill. <laughs> We want yeah. Kevin Clark on the show for a segment in the next few weeks. I reached out to Corey. Can we get him on the show? We need some inside football talk. Kevin Clark is available. I'm just he saying. Nothing more than coming on people's podcasts. I, th- I think that would th- that would be one text. I, I like how we started this like 45 minutes ago saying we want Cle- Kevin Clark. And now it's like, well, we're going straight to Bill. He hasn't responded yet. Well, why do I have to waste time? Just go right to the boss. <laughs> That's fair. Kevin Clark's available and can talk Orlando Magic as well. So you have football and you have Orlando Magic with Kevin Clark. I pulled a Penny Hardaway rookie yesterday out of 93 upper deck. Very excited. So I mean, he, he probably makes the Hall of Fame at this point, considering they're letting everybody else in. Yeah, I mean, at this point, who cares? Dino Raja is in the Hall of Fame. Did you even notice Hall of Fame rookie card bumps? Like, did Ben Wallace no. go up and stuff like that? Nothing, Chris right? Chris Webber, a little bit of movement. Paul Pierce, nothing. Paul Pierce has become such a goof. Did he come on your podcast? Is, was he just a guest? He hasn't been on lately. I, I think his off the court stuff has has probably hurt him a little from a yeah, and his yeah. and his on the mic stuff. Like when he comes out and people ask him, like, "Hey," and this was a few months ago, were you be- in your prime? You were Dwayne Wade, and without like hesitating, he's like, "Me." That's what? tough. Like, what are we what are we talking about? <laughs> hey, you know what, Jesse? I just discovered we have yep. better ratings than Bill Simmons' show. There you go. What? Like, that's the equivalent of, of Paul Pierce saying he's better than Dwayne Wade. Like, what? What are we just making stuff up now? Paul Pierce did have a good career, though. He was great a career. Sure, Dwayne good Wade guy. was the next in the succession of MJ Kobe Wade. He was the guy. Like, it's not that close. Do you do you feel like there's some auction? There's been a lot of auctions lately. There's some inefficiencies with the prices and there's some opportunity lately because the prices seem down for the auctions. I don't know if you noticed. The big auction houses are going too high. There's too much out there right now. It seems like the, but you're still seeing more and more records. That was one of the things we're not even going to have time for the news segment. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. If you guys didn't see the, uh, oh yeah, yesterday, Babe Ruth, the biggest card now, this is now the top selling card for, for the most money. Uh, just about six million. I guess it's slightly under. They didn't give the exact amount, but they said it's roughly six million dollars. But that wasn't an auction sale. That sold fractionally, correct? correct? No, no, no. Well, it is now up for fractional, but some there's oh. a private owner of that card I for six million dollars. Yeah, but that that's the thing. That's a new record of a card. So we we keep seeing all these new records being set, but at the same time, we're also seeing at least in some segments of the basketball card world, is slow. going down. I think what people are realizing is if there's 20 Dr. J PSA rookies that I can get anytime I want, why am I paying this crazy premium price for it? Yeah. yeah. Versus like a Babe Ruth card from 1914. Pretty sure there's not a lot of those floating no, out there. It was well, an SGC three. It was actually a nice looking card. I saw the thing. It was pretty, pretty sweet. And it's being held at the museum, which is kind of cool. And since the news started really covering the boom in the market, because granted, Yes, 2020 saw a big boom in the card industry, but the news didn't really start covering it where you saw all these brand new guys getting in until the last few months. And in the last few months, 
it's been all basketball. No one's been talking about anything other than that. So I think at this point, now it's kind of dying down. And that's why, yeah, now, that's why we're seeing more pickup in baseball and hopefully here with football. Can I have asked one question before I go? Oh, I wish you would. Jesse, my son and I were wondering if you wanted to share a hotel room with us in Chicago. Uh, absolutely, I do. Are three, you kidding three me? Three queen beds. We'll just cram them in a small. Yep. Here's the thing. I I get lonely, so if I, I I don't mind. Being, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Here. I don't mind being like like What's the that? big spoon or small. Whatever you want to do, that's fine just, with me. I just don't want you to feel like people don't want a room with you because Mike, you know, no. his wife is coming to Chicago. Chicago's a family trip. We're bringing the missus. Oh, everyone's going. We're all oh, going. Yeah. Is your kid coming, Jess, or no? Oh yeah, she'll be there. Now I may or may not have, but definitely did. Uh, possibly mentioned to the guy. Now he, uh, you may not be aware of this, Mr. Simmons. <laughs> Main stage availability has always been easy to get it at nationals. Not easy, but you can get it. You have any I thought you were doing your pod. Main stage, right? Well, there's layers to this story. I'll make it brief. You seem like you have to go. Apparently, this year way more in demand than any other time. And and then when I got the response, the guy's like, "Here's the deal. We are so overbooked. It's crazy." But since it's probably going to be you and Bill and Chris Vernon doing this together with Chris is not doing the pod with us. He was very clear about that. If you want to pop up there for a few minutes, I may have been promised sure. in emails by people, unnamed parties. So I have I do have bad news in all seriousness. I'm I'm not sure I'm going to Chicago. I we, knew it. I yeah. knew Jesse it. Jesse called this. As this soon was as, as Jesse's, as soon as this I got was my Jesse's equivalent of the Trey Young call. <laughs> There's two things going on. Here we go. Um, COVID is not gone. I the finals that. ends the week before. The NBA draft is the exact same day as the first main day in the in the. Uh, oh, that Thursday. It's July 29th, which oh. I didn't realize, which Ooh. is a disaster for me because that's one of the biggest days of the year. And then the other thing is, I want to go to SummerSlam, which I think is going to be August 17th, and I think me and my son might do that. So the Chicago is looking like it's in danger. It is not happening. So that thing is dead as a doornail. It's I can in tell. danger. It's so in all danger. that hotel talk was just a joke <laughs> is that not happening he's out, Bill, he's out of the hotel what are you doing to me i'm up i'm down i don't know what to feel i'm just gonna have to come see you guys where you actually live that, oh, that'll okay. be how we hang see, out welcome to hendersonville tennessee don't come here don't come here with your gary v false promises pal okay this is not the spot for it you want to come hey, here with i respond to your text unlike gary v that's you, that's a really good point. you want to come here with your with your fancy takes on trey young by the way your boy verno had the line of the century on the show trey young looks like a lollipop that was dropped on a barbershop floor. Yeah, that, was, that is more profound than anything we've said but he's very that. talented I think Trey Young, I'd, first of all, his hair is great. He's a one-on-one with the hairdo. And um, he he found his villainry at MSG. He became the new Reggie Miller. And it took him a week and a half to become MSG's first villain in 20 years. I thought it was brilliant. Every time he comes there now, he's going to get booed. Without Joel Embiid, they are beating the Sixers in six games. Mark it. I'm on the it trade. really seems like they could. I I don't understand why there's no Trey Young movement. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave right now and go buy some Trey Young. Are you going so to buy Trey? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do it right now. Uh, Jesse, hang in there, man. Thanks. Are we getting <laughs> dates you. when you're visiting it. the show? Is that what? Are we waiting to hear that when you're coming to Nashville? Or here's the thing about Nashville. One sure. of my wife's best friends lives there, who has kids that are best friends with my kids, and hello. It, they just don't rule out Nashville with me. Don't rule out me just being like, I'm here. Just a pop in. Meet me at this coffee shop in 10 minutes. It could happen. 
I mean, I'm not going to put odds on it, but I'll, we will. It, we'll it keep, could happen. Hey, how far a, are you from San Jose? Is this another world? San Jose. That's like that. That's like Massachusetts to Maine. Those border each other. Like I don't know how far. <laughs> Give me a real distance. <laughs> hours. San Jose is seven hours away. Oh, good yeah. grief! I got to go to San Jose. Big card shop opening out there with my business partner in a couple oh. months. How many business partners do you have, you jerk? It's Eddie, you donkey. Take it easy. I'm joking. I know who it is. So I'm not just popping down to LA. That'd be great. I just go up to Bill's gate, hit the buzzer. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I can see how that would go well. He's a good drive back the to The security Santa. guards would not let you in. That's fair. Um, it's fair. Guys, it was great to see you. Unexpected, but always appreciated. Oh, he just dropped off and he's gone. I'm still not sure of the motive behind these pop-ins. <laughs> I don't, I really don't. Here's the thing. I know what you're thinking. Not I know exactly saying, what no. you're thinking. Nope. Let me nope. say it. You're concerned. Cut his audio you, now. You, you think that he's popping in to boost our ratings. It does boost our ratings. So I'm happy about that. Not because they're bad, but just because he wants to get into the elite level. I, I have a different theory for you. I have a different take, if you will. What's your theory? He enjoys coming on the show. He thinks it's a fun time. I can't tell. I don't know. It could I think be that. he is. I think he's having a fun time. And I think it's just, you know, we talk. Oh, God. I keep talking. Never mind. No, I got nothing else to say about it because you're already, you're in your head. I'm not in my head. I'm positive. Get off You know what we should do? Keep talking mailbag. while I'm doing this. I want to I, I go to mailbag. And while you're doing your texting, because we're doing this on the show now, yep. um, I, I do have a question from a listener to myself. And that question is, um, now I think it's directed to you, but I'm going to help answer it. Bradley Fusan, Fusan from the oh, Facebook. I know, I know Brad. Hey, fellas. Partially inspired by Jesse's trade from the card show. Oh, cool. Is there I a lost best, my life savings. Is there a best method for coloring up your chips, if you will? Uh, basically trading a bunch of smaller pieces for one card. Uh, first step. Know the value of what you're trading. That would be the biggest first step. I think that Mike would agree with that, correct? Yep. Know your values. Uh, and if it's like a PC thing, I'm all for it. I would trade three or four five thousand dollar Brady rookies for a twenty thousand for PC. I like just having the big pieces to stash away. The only time I advise against this is if you are simply in the flipping game, like you're there to buy and sell cards to make money, which I love. Good for you. But there, there comes a threshold where it's tough to sell cards. Like if you go to a table at a card show and it's all $1,000 cards, you've priced, what, 60% of the market out immediately. So sometimes having the smaller cards, trading can be fun. However, if you're just doing it for the buy and sell and flipping action, I, I prefer to just have small cards because I think they're easier to move. Would you say that how many guys at the card show that we just went to were interested in trading versus just straight buy sell? It's hard. Or actually sell. I, and they have I trade nights. I know it happens. I, I don't know. I never have any success trading. Yeah, I think it was a lot more guys were just looking to sell as opposed to trade. Not to say that they wouldn't trade if the right thing came along, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was my sense at least. All right. I actually want to get a booth at Nationals now. Why? I, I would are like to set up stuff? for a, Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Here's the thing, though. You got to remember, it, Indy may only be there for like a day or something. First, it's Bill's the two failed of us, us, and now Indy's <laughs> quitting on us. Bill's, You're not going to be much help. Bill's not going to be there at the table selling our merch for us, which <laughs> I, he said he was in a personal text to me. Um, you don't have his number. It's okay. Shh, All right, get back to the questions. Oh, 
Can I do, I don't know if you noticed on the show notes here, I had four things at the end I wanted to hit real quick. Also, while I'm doing these four, I'll make them very brief. Can you pull up Instagram? I want to get some, there were some good questions for the mailbag on Instagram. Today. I've got those, but why don't we just wait till we're done with the mailbag and then hit those instead go, of breaking up segments? Go, oh my please. God, newbie. Um, I, I thought this question was interesting, um, kind of like a beginner question. Uh, and this is from Instagram, if you will. Uh, Jay Edinger, 22, when to use a top loader versus a card saver? Card saver if you're grading, top loader for anything else. It's generally oh. how I do it. I don't keep any of my stuff sitting around the house in card savers. I only use those when I'm sending in the grade. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. They're also super tough to find right now. So both are good at protecting cards, though. There's not really any issue with either one or the other, quite frankly. Next. A good question. Um, Wolf... Wolf Sports Cards, Wolfus Sports Cards right, move along. from Instagram says, buy, sell, or hold for Tua, Burrow, and Herbie. Buy Tua. I love Tua stuff right now. Okay. Burrow. Do you think he can get much higher? I'm much. I'm a hold on Burrow, and honestly, I think I'm a sell on Herbert right now. There you go. I'm a buy. Hold, sell, buy Tua, hold Burrow, sell Herbie. Do you think sell? You think Herbie's going to underperform? I think he's going to perform well. I just think his hype is so stupid. I don't know what he's supposed to do. Like I've said before, I don't know. Wh- okay. What does he have to do this year to actually maintain? By the way, That's no fair. response from Richard Simmons. <laughs> so we need the official answer. Jesse thinks you pop on the show because you like the show more than most. True or false? No response. He knows it's because he knows it's going to be on air. Move if along. He answers right now. Um, all right. I did. So I typically do not like to take longer questions. Um, I've got a couple that I thought were decent, though. Brandon Bish from the Facebook. What'd you call him? <laughs> you, it, Move along. We get With it. more people and knowledge in the market, is there no longer value in buying to flip in anticipation of certain events? Kobe, and he gives a few yeah, examples. Yeah, I, I, but, yeah. Yeah, from a, yeah, I mean, it, it's starting to look that way, right? I mean, Hall of Fame, nothing basketball though to me right now i don't know what to do with that market aside from maybe the finals bump for everybody um yeah it's it's certainly becoming that it seems like those bumps are coming way way earlier than before like people would get excited about football so they'd start buying it in july well now it's like hey i'm gonna get excited in may and football prices exploded well but would you say that is only applies to basketball or would you say it applies to baseball and football as well? Because we haven't really seen, you know, major events as far as how it would affect the cards. I mean, I think we're seeing a more educated buyer where they're not getting as caught up in the hype across the board. Okay. Yeah. So, which means again, just to be transparent, I was dead wrong. I thought we'd see much more of a bump that hall of fame weekend, not only with this class that went in, but I thought we'd see prices jump for Weber Pierce and all that. And it didn't. I think that's starting to show you. But the difference is people then start to equate that. Well, oh, we're not going to see a playoff bump now. Yeah, If Durant goes and puts up 50, two or three nights in a row against Giannis, we're going to see prices spike because we did see some playoff movement. But even that was more selective. So, All right, so Bill may not be at the Nationals, but I can tell you this much. Allison McKenzie from the Facebook is going to be there. She asks, if you only have one weekday, what's the best day to go to the Nationals? I think it's only open Thursday to the public, isn't it? Thir- oh, Friday's well, a Thursday weekday. and Friday. I'm stupid, yeah. Yeah, I guess, that's also I guess a I was, weekday. Friday was kind of like part <laughs> of it. We're not all retired and have three-day weekends, Mike. It's like a five-day weekend. Three-day. <laughs> I haven't had a three-day weekend in years. Um, I mean, Friday. Yeah, no question. Well, 
Unless you can get in early on Wednesday, I don't know what you, I know vendors and stuff can set up. If you can get in early on Wednesday, there's actually a ton of deals to be made because before guys even really get to setting up, you just go and buy stuff. There's a ton of money spent on Wednesday. So if you can get in Wednesday, perfect. If not, Friday's a good day because it's super busy. I want to know if Gary Vee is going to respond to my tweet. Did you just tweet him again? No, but he did the overrated, underrated. He said, we're going live. I said, overrated, underrated, social media guys disappearing. Now the card market's in a dip. I'm curious to get his opinion. Something else happened on Twitter. This Scott, this Steve Hart guy never got back to us. People ask us about this BBCE service all the time, the service that wraps boxes. I think it's a very good service, baseball card exchange. Their website to me, and again, it comes down to me being stupid, not the easiest to use. They're also doing the PSA BGS thing where they're shutting down a bunch of levels and raising prices. I want to get a bunch of my stuff wrapped because it sells higher. But like this guy asked in the group, he's asked a few times, like, hey, how come you haven't talked about it? So I asked him, well, what information do you have? His name was Jason Peck. I said, you know, because you probably know more than me. He's brought it up like 10 times. Let the listeners know about the service. I don't know about the service. They wrap your box in it like as the official seal. It increases the value. Why it's necessary? Because it wraps your box and they're a reputable company. Um, but here's the other thing, like how they go about authenticating. The holy great. I, I don't know anything else and I can't get anybody to respond to me. So that, that, I, I wish if Steve Hart has a few minutes and wants to come on, Simmons has asked questions about them before too. I would have Steve Hart on for like a five minute segment. Not the most interesting topic in the world, but it's a viable thing. They're very reputable. Um, so somebody I don't think we've Steve. ever talked about wrapping boxes. No, but it's a big thing for older boxes. Like okay. even those sets I have, those 1989 sets, like those things sell for like 60 or 70 bucks because they're in perfect shape because they're from a case. If they were wrapped, they're all selling for over 100 bucks. I want to send them all in to be wrapped. I don't know the best way to do that. I'm not going to lie. When you first started that, I thought you were about to go off on someone in our no. Facebook group. And I was like, no, but Jason's it. brought it up a few times. So here was my thing. It's like he keeps asking about it. So what do you want us to my my response was basically, what do you want me to talk to it? Talk to the listeners about and on this subject. And there was nothing. So I'm like, I don't. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's nothing there. Let's just get Steve on for five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Somebody reach out to Steve Hart. Baseball card Steve, collector. He's coming on. All Baseball right. card exchange, not collector. Next. Ben Connolly from the Facebook. For people looking to get into the hobby boxes but intimidated by the prices, do you have any idea on how to best approach ducks uh, <laughs> Dutch auctions on Panini's website? I honestly don't really get involved in the Dutch auction thing. Just yeah. because it, you're going to overpay, you think? I think there's so much hype caught up in it, you end up overpaying, yeah. Because, explain just for people who are new to it, how does so the So like Dutch a Dutch auction, work? they set a price. National Treasures, 5000 a box. If, if they don't all sell out, they'll drop it to 4500 to 4200 You can buy it all along the way until it sells out. What do they, uh, how long are the intervals, would you say? Is no it like clue. a, a I've minute? Never, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it happens over the course of an hour or less, I think. like Or a couple oh, okay. hours, it seems like. It's not like it goes over days, but I'm not all that familiar with it. Okay. I also don't like that setup from a buying perspective because I think you have that, like that hype factor involved there too, so. Um, all right, so Ryan Mock from the Facebook, what would be the best NBA Finals matchup for the hobby market? Luca versus Trey, Giannis versus Luca, something else. Do you have any thoughts there? Yeah, the Nets and Lakers would be the biggest. That's the KD biggest. KD versus LeBron. Absolutely. Okay. So we just need them to not be beat by the Suns tomorrow. Or is that today? Oh, I have a lot. I re- <laughs> my, my plan all along, too, was like, you know what? Even if Kobe stuff is way down, I may just move a ton of stuff just to get really liquid again and start buying again. Like, I thought the- you never sell 
if you're at a loss. That's your role. Individually, I right, individually I don't, but I was going to take like some big stuff across the board. And as long as I was profitable overall, I would have been happy. Uh, but if LeBron gets knocked out, not good for my wallet. That is not. But you good. can always wait till next season, right? And I will. I'll just it, put it. I would not take a loss across the board. I would just hold everything. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's a here's a more the uh, not card related question. Stephen Dunbar from the Facebook. What's the biggest thing you've learned since podcasting? This will be interesting. He's thinking, folks. The biggest thing, yeah. It's, I mean, you didn't expect a non-related card. No, this uh, is a, that's a good. Question. That's a good question, actually. Um, I'll tell you so, what I've learned. Yeah, go ahead. I have learned be careful with your comments because it's not directed to, say, to me. No, no, no. I'm saying this in general towards me, towards you, towards anybody. You're fired. You, I think I underestimated how many people were going to be listening and taking comments seriously. Like I remember early, early on, I reposted something on our Instagram page and it was like uh, somebody had gotten hurt. The Embiid, yeah, when Embiid first got hurt, you did like an I told you so thing. Well, (laughs) it was like a repost of somebody else's and I wasn't even thinking of it. I was just thinking because we called it, I reposted it, not... I wasn't like happy he got hurt, but like a few people reached out and they were not happy about that. And I was like, what's the big deal? Because I'm thinking like from my point of view, like just a couple buddies sharing sure. something. But this isn't a couple buddies. This is like you're reaching out to a much larger audience. So that that would be my first thing. Yeah, I mean, the reach of the show has been cool to see. Um, the disdain from some people has been interesting. <laughs> like I, I think that's funny the podcast has just ex, ex, just magnified the point too but like the stuff people will email and tweet about makes me always makes me laugh i i am actually fine with negativity and crit- criticism and critiques i do that with people all the time i like to be outspoken about it um i think it's funny how people really just like like a good example is sgc on monday like the the a response by many was hey we're gonna start using them because we think it's a viable service great but other guys were like, oh, you're getting paid. This is what you do. I just think it's hilarious. That, like you would go on to a show that you've never heard before. And if that's the only thing you heard, you just jump on the. I think that's funny yeah. that people. I don't. I will I, say, I, I know I, you honestly, saw those comments. I didn't yeah, see I as many of those, though. I saw no, a lot of positive ones. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I, I, I say I don't care. And I really don't care. I Any reaction to me is good reaction. Um, I will say, too, that I thought we would have to be faker than what we are in real life. I didn't think it would be like as natural like we would have this exact same conversation on the phone if we weren't doing it on the podcast so i think it's really cool that we can like the ringer simmons whoever they have it is giving us yeah they they have given us a lot of leeway i don't know if it's like that for every podcast every show out there but we we're having a good time and we enjoy talking to you guys yeah i'm trying to think like what i've learned i mean you know, I've learned there's a lot of sensitive people in the hobby, too. I mean, that pe- people get upset when you say you don't like a guy and they take things very personally. I've always thought that was funny. Like Larry it, Bird's an idiot. But it's even ugly. more so, like when I like Embiid was a good example. How many Philly fans early just jumped all over us because I said Embiid's <laughs> soft, he's going to get hurt. It was they weird. Because if somebody goes out and goes crazy and goes on a rant against Brady, you know what I think to myself? I still like the guy. I also don't know Tom, so I don't care. I don't find the need to like, pick up for people like i don't have to stick up for tom brady i don't have to stick up for joel and b the guy's making 50 million dollars a year i think that's kind of funny how personal things get to people but i mean um, but it does show the passion and the, sure. how that's intense the guys are into into this hobby so 
Um, I you know what? That's a good I question. really feel like that's a great last question because we get canceled after this show, and it's like, what did we learn? We're not in getting our experience? canceled. We're not, we're not getting, getting canceled. Buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, let me hit these things too. Then before we're done, okay. I already talked about the the baseball card exchange thing. I want someone to reach out to him. We are, we're going to reach out as well. Uh, a lot of questions about select football and the value, and since we ripped some yesterday, select football was crazy mass produced in retail this year. DJ himself, the, the what was he, the VP of marketing and sales for Panini, when he was on here, said retail SKUs are up three to four X in production. That's why Select is not selling like it should be. It is so much out there. People talk about Prism being overproduced. Select is not as popular as Prism, and it's way more produced than Prism this year. That's why the values are garbage. Um, that's why I like T-Mall, because you get a bunch of numbered stuff and silvers. I'm okay with that stuff, but the other things, brutal. A lot of guys, too, talking about wax. Hey, we've been holding wax. Traditionally, wax goes up in value. Now we're getting crushed. Basketball wax right now, best thing you can do is flip it if you get it. Because the cases themselves, we've started to see the trend. They're going down. But like football wax has, you know, 2020 football wax has done this as well. It comes out really high. It stays kind of stagnant in price, maybe even drops some. You're not going to see that with 2021. With this quarterback class, I think it's going to stay hot. It's going to come out out of the gate on fire. I don't think it's going to cool off. So I would not be in a hurry to sell 2021 football. And 2020 baseball has been pretty consistent. Baseball wax has been one of the more consistent buys. Like, I don't think we're going to see fine a spike in price. It may come down 10% or so, but I don't think it's going to, I don't think you're going to see the bottom fall out of, especially tops of uh, baseball. And then I wanted to end on this note, because again, we don't do enough collector talk, whatever. Um, favorite sets of all time. So I'm, I'm still currently working. I actually bought like seven or eight cards in the last two weeks. The 2001 Sign of the Times SP football autograph set. So the Drew Brees is still the big one I'm missing. I got the Jim Brown. I got the Unitas. I got a lot of the other big cards. But I'm still working on that autograph set. The other set to me, one of my favorites of all time, is the 1998 Topps Gold Label. I love that set in football and baseball. And then you could get the red label of the same card, which were numbered to 100, to 50, and to 25. Because guys were talking about, you know, you don't talk about sets. Set collecting's dead. It's certainly not dead. It's just becoming, you know, you don't hear about it as much either. If people are collecting sets because they're not out there trying to buy and flip and sell, I think a lot of set collectors just kind of stay to themselves and do their thing in the hobby. So I don't think it's dead by any means. And you see a lot of guys at shows go up. They still have their notebooks or they're going to note on their phone, hey, I'm looking for X, Y, Z, these sets. Do you have anything? So still a place in the hobby for that for sure. Did you buy something on Star? Did we buy the Darnold on Starstock? Uh, what did we buy? We bought something. Some one of them went through. Um, One forty-five. Darnold. The Dak Prescott has not gone through, but the Darnold went through. So we bought a so, Darnold Prism PSA ten rookie for one hundred forty-five. We've got a request in. I feel like that closes. We'll see. Um, guys, the news segment was also just going to mention because we didn't really say it, but if you didn't hear already, uh, BGS is sending back cards. They are putting off. They're holding off. New grading, and PSA is going to be at Nationals. Starting so. June 7th, Beckett is only taking Express and Super Express. So the same thing as PSA. Unless you're spending hundreds of dollars, they're not taking them. But the difference Which, being is they're sending cards back, right? Yeah. As right. opposed to Which, they didn't. to me, makes them completely obsolete then. I don't know what you send to them anymore. Maybe super high-end patch autos. I like patch autos in a BGS holder. Aside from that, for the cost, I'm not sending them anything. Yeah, PSA being set up in person at the Nationals... Guys were like, what do you think they're going to charge? I have no idea, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be hundreds. You're not going to go there and get something slab for 100 bucks. There's no chance. And the biggest response I've seen to that on every platform they've posted is, basically, why don't you just spend more time catching up on the backlog? 
So that's what seemed to be the big, you know, the prevailing sentiment. Um, go Lakers. I'm putting on my LeBron jersey as soon as we finish. Go Lakers. Go is that, when is, Lakers. That game is... That's tonight. So isn't the Joker. That is tonight. Okay. I could use cool. a Lakers win. All right, here we go. Bold we go. prediction. Jeff mentioned this. Oh, by the way, Jeff texted me. His wife's having the kid right now. I think like, they're going to name him Is it gonna, Mike, I said. A good name for the kid. <laughs> That's um, really nice of you. Bold prediction. Go. It's already... I mean, I kind of did this already. <laughs> the Hawks are making the Eastern Conference Finals. Hawks beating the Sixers. I keep telling you the Sixers are going to choke in the state, big stage because Joel Embiid's going to get hurt. Sorry, Philly fans. I said that in like our first episode. I stand by it. I've got a bold prediction. Nets beat the Bucks. <laughs> that's, that's about as bold as I can get, baby. But uh, so for tonight, I don't think so. I think Hawks are done for. I think the Lakers are going to go crazy. I hope. It's wishful thinking. I'm going to say like a 40-point triple-double from LeBron. I think we see LeBron think- go absolutely nuts. I hope so, man. I think I, I will say he uh, of all the guys we've talked about in that I've actually been doing some research on. He seems to be the one who s- actually has control of turning it on and off as like if he wants to like just go crazy and put up take like, over 40 something points. Yeah, he'll do it. But I think it's strategic. Like he wanted to purposely wait it out. Yeah, that that Suns team is very good, though. So I don't know if that's a team you want to like goof around with. Uh, and I hope the Joker closes tonight. Portland's a five-point favorite tonight, which is kind of funny to me. Um, we'll see. Dame Lillard's a beast. That's one series we've been oh, actually dead on Dame about. Dame Lillard. Lillard, yeah. I told you this, again, that was crazy. not right a whole lot. <laughs> Lillard's going to go absolutely crazy in some games and score 50, and they're going to lose a series in six. He got 55. You were wrong. I think they're going to lose it in six. I think they lose tonight, and that series is done. So I had one other thing I was going to say, and now I don't remember what it was. Oh, tomorrow... Finest baseball and absolute baseball. I will have personal boxes of each, ripped, shipped, whatever else. We already talked about that. And that the YouTube the video was posted now. We're getting some comments on there. Sports cards, nonsense. Make sure you check that out. Last thing. This is actually it. Oh, my. Um, We've been talking about Nash cards, SGC, bulk sub, best rate around. Walk-off submissions. My buddy Nick Piper, he's got a couple guys around the country, too. If you are still using BGS, PSA, S. Uh, CSG especially. He does SGC as well. His price is a little bit higher. Um, They're still doing subs for everything. Nick's a great dude. He's live in the Facebook group once in a while. And the big difference is Nick will do evaluations live. He will actually look your cards over. Hey, this is what... And he makes out a little report card so you know, hey, I don't think this card's going to gem. Don't waste your time sending it in. Uh, As much as we've talked about Chris and Nash cards, I want to talk up Nick because Nick's been super helpful to the page. A lot of guys like Nick and his group. Nick's a good friend. He lives right around the corner from Eddie. So if you're breaking with Eddie, he can just pass your cards off to Nick. I don't want you to think Nash cards is the only option because he is certainly not. And then, like we get every week, if you want supplies, go to Columbia Hobby. Go see Steve. ColumbiaHobby.com. Everybody always wants to know where you get top loaders, card savers, whatever. Steve is like the most stocked up guy in the country. I will say I went to Amazon before I even knew about Steve. And it's even hard to find stuff on Amazon. Yeah, just go to ColumbiaHobby.com, period. Okay. There you go. I have nothing we else to say to you. We did it. Oh, God. I Yeah, no. So we talked I'm going to have my camera ready Friday to go, night? by the way. I got to let the dogs out right now. Best believe if Griffey's lifting that leg, pal, you'll be getting a video text message. Have a great weekend, guys. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't say who this show's from. Spotify. Just do Ringer. it. Ringer. I don't, yeah. Guys, yeah. thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, follow us on Spotify, but you can be sure to listen wherever you get your podcasts and all the social media. You know what to do. Love you.
Peace. The line is brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Why do you never get that right? My, why does it have to, do we have to say word for word? Oh, you dropped that on Insta, the video. I like it. There's a clip on Insta and there's a YouTube video. Apparently I referred to myself in third person on there at one point because that that was the first two comments we got. (laughs) That's how good I am, baby. All right. You're welcome. Good show. I think we're done. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.